Hello and welcome to the next episode of The Podcast, a cannabis podcast for budding enthusiasts. On this episode, we come back for part two of the March Reefer Madness playoffs. You guys ready? As always, a big thank you to our sponsors, Seeds Here Now, number one in the game. Guarantee on satisfaction, not just germination. Why would you go anywhere else? There's no reason to go anywhere else. They got all the fire you need. Likewise, a big welcome and thank you to our newest sponsor, Coppet Biological Systems, with all the beneficial predators, beneficial microbes, and artificial feeds to keep that beneficial army thriving, going strong in your garden. Finally, a huge shout out to Dragonfly Earth Medicine, Organic Gardening Solutions, Top Shelf Seed Bank, and last but not least, the Patreon gang. We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for all the support. If anyone wants to get access to early episodes, extra content, and unseen clips, please check out www.patreon.com forward slash the podcast or Google it to check out how you can sign up, support the show. So everyone, welcome back to the March Reefer Madness Playoff Brackets. You're here with your boy Heavy Days coming at you from the Upside Down Library with the semis and final brackets of the playoff. I hope you've been well and thinking hard about what strains reign supreme for you. I certainly have. What do you think were some of the harder choices from the first brackets? I've had a few people say that the Sour D should have beat the Chem D. Interesting choice. Nevertheless, I stand by my decisions. So, let's get down to business. In the first semi-final brackets, we have the head-to-head clash of the Chemdog 91 against the Thai Stick. This is your prototypical Indica versus prototypical Sativa. It does seem a bit like an apples to oranges comparison to put a land race next to Chemdog, but these things do happen. I think it's more representative though of two schools of thoughts clashing head to head, two fan bases, two collective unconsciousnesses, and the polarized expression of each. One racy, uplifting, thought-inducing and modulating, with the other being narcotic, sedating and introspective. The beauty is that there are fans of both despite their vast differences and the Venn diagram includes substantial overlap. There is appeal across the board to the true connoisseur because there is value in both distinct types and effects and feeling that each strain induces. In regards to the Chemdog, interestingly, the more familiar you are with the Chemdog 91, the more you start to wonder, is this actually a full indica? There's some sativa aspect to it. You just get so stoned, it's hard to tell at times. Likewise, some of the lowland Thailand races have had a more mellow, more social vibe compared to the highland Thai, which is often used in the production of the infamous Thai stick for the most part, which was regarded as a trippy, stimulating, psychedelic and potent in effect strain. 
we can see overall there's spectrum and room for both. Some who can find the sativa properties in the Chemdog and others who can find the more mellow in the Thai stick, there is substantial room to breathe. They are complex in effect and feel. However, I have to give this one distinct winner. However, if I had to give it to one distinct winner, I think I'm going to go with the dog. I have to consider this essentially an indica versus sativa question for me. And as you know, I love sativas so, so, so much. But I've always been pretty clear about this one idea that I still feel holds true. I would rather only have indica weed when I want to feel stimulated than only have sativa weed when I want to feel sedated. I've tried a good amount of Chem 91 and a good amount of Thai. And while I still really enjoy the Thai and would often reach for it over the dog, the dog takes the win today. For our next semi-final bracket, we have the ever hype, hype, hype cookies going into the Thunderdome head-to-head -head with the Triangle Kush, aka the TK, to see who exits supreme. This one is basically within the family, but at the same time, they're so different. One being the pinnacle of Kush's, the old school phenomena that helped elevate cannabis in general in the mid to late 90s, to the point where the stage was set for cookies to overtake it in the early 2000s. Both of these varieties are offering no shortage of potency and quality, both with bag appeal to make any enthusiast go weak at the knees, and if properly grown, a taste that is complex beyond belief. Whether or not we find out if TK was in fact the infamous Flowrider OG supposedly used by the Cookies crew to make cookies, or if it's all speculated inaccuracies will remain to be seen at this point. However, it cannot be denied that the provenance of both strains is clear in their command. With TK catching what seems to be a second win from the new age growers and fans, partly from Seed Junkie's recent work, as well as the slow burn effect of Swamp Boys, we see TK getting a place at the table for the true elite clones without any questions asked. It's from Humble Roots in a garage in Florida, where TK Origins grew out the mythical strain Emerald Triangle and that incidental Hindu Kush male that pollinated the crop. We see that TK's roots are established and that its lineage has prestige. Packs went out far and wide, some ending with Big Ricky and the TK was born, while others went to Josh D's crew and the Josh DOG sprung into existence. TK has consistently paved the way for cookies and given many growers a pathway to a better life through its production. The lineage it spurred it off are countless to say the least. Wedding cake, I-95, rare danknesses, males and their extended lines, all your favourite OGs, headbands and many more all deriving from the TK. Kush was a way of life for many years, commanding prices unseen before and a quality that surpassed the often gimmicky nature of the perps, its predecessor. TK still has a bastion of diehard fans who will tell you that cookies is horrible, TK any day of the week. It's simply undeniable the influence and effect TK has had over the scene over the past 30 years. 
However, in the other corner, Cookies is no lightweight in the slightest. Hitting the scene by storm, these packs were flying out the door, seeded for prices that had never before been seen. The brand has since cultivated itself a top shelf image and really took the word hype to the next level, giving it substantial meaning within the cannabis context. With a product that commanded this much attention, players the like of Jigger, Burner and Shabinsky all cashed in on the lucrative nature of cookies and cultivated themselves a brand that have since surpassed many of the older school breeders. Cookies is not only a connoisseur smoke, it's a fusion of branding, marketing and cultivation all blended to create the archetype for the successful boutique cannabis companies. People the likes of Jungle Boys, Alien Labs and other elite industry brands all took note, be it conscious or unconscious, from cookies in how to market themselves and what was amazing about the smoke they offered. Cuttings began to come out of the woodworks and soon enough we found interesting variants emerge. The Animal, the OGKB, the Forum. And this was before any interesting breeding projects were even done. The Mendo Breath and the Dosi Do are undeniably some of the most successful breeding projects involving the cookies and easily put the naysayers to shame that cookies is a polyhybrid mutt that could never breed anything decent. How wrong they were with the emergence of GMO. Ten years later, the initial hype still continues to grow and the consumer market is multitude of size bigger in the order of hundreds if not more times its size and like tricks cookies is what the kids want overall this is a tough one the two strains have a mammoth amount of lineage and respect behind them however overall this one goes to cookies i love tk and i'll happily smoke it all day every day but if the choice is there between tk or cookies i'm gonna have to take the cookies it's got the flavour I love, that warm feeling inside, the sedation and the narcotic effects that TK has, but for me it's amplified. It's got a spiciness within certain cuts that can allow you to find and fine tune the one you like the most. TK has a special place in cannabis folklore, make no mistake about that, and a continuing role going forward within the current scene. However, the cookie train is full steam ahead. And if we had to place a winner, in my mind, Cookies is commanding that train. The word exotic is synonymous with the highest quality. And while the new generation and casual enthusiast might not care for the reckless use of nomenclature they throw around, it does stand that exotic strains cost the most and cookies are exotic, while sadly, TK is not. This isn't me condoning this as my view and that it should be accepted, it's just the way things are. Overall, cookies, especially Mendo Breath, really does it for me. Specifically, my cut of Jelly Breath is the best, y'all. And here we have it, down to the final show-off. Big Dog versus Big Dog. Chem 91 head-to-head -head with the cookies. It's hard to deny the impact either of these strains has had over the history, over the collective cannabis zeitgeist. This very show focuses on the genesis of these two strains, among others, as a central narrative point to anchor stories and contextualize events, journeys, and people's experiences.
compare them is to compare two giants that wouldn't exist in worlds without each other. However, at the same time, it's almost certain there's no relation between the two. Furthermore, their fan bases are arguably the most polarized in the whole community. True Chemdog91 fans and the Chemheads in general will tell you that cookies are shit. Chemdog all day, every day, anything less is weak. I've certainly been surrounded by this sentiment, immersed in it, and I can concede that the crushing, potent, buckling nature of the Chemdog High, which makes its extreme non-functional effect to the non-disciple extremely apparent and clear. It can seem more potent in a generalistic sense, but I'll be reluctant to say it's not possible to reach a similar place with the right cookies cut. Of course the sledgehammer nature of the chem dog cannot be disrespected and if we're talking about hit for hit it's going to come out on top but cookies will tow the line and it shouldn't be underestimated its potency however with a flavor profile that simply puts chemdog 91 to shame the cookies phenomena has indoctrinated a whole fresh generation of chads into the cannabis scene and stimulated a shipping fueled industry of sending packs back east full of runts or at least labeled runts for all these mid masters to smoke so they have their own cali import with strains like Mac piggybacking and catapulting themselves off the cookie's success, with all the variations and offspring it's given rise to, cookie is truly a lineage that can stand up to the Chemdog in many respects. It provides a strong competition in regards to all aspects, and even outdoes Chemdog in regards to the raw numbers within the fandom. This one really comes down to the wire. And the end result has some personal bias in it. But for me, history is such a strong point and such a fascination of my own, I simply cannot go past the Chemdog 91. While I would nine out of 10 times reach for cookies over Chemdog, if I had to choose which one I need in my life more than the other, I'm confident it's the dog, the 91 Skunk VA. She brings a lush earthy smoke with aspects of skunk, funk and rottenness that's a tasty treat and overall would be a great choice to consistently fill your lungs with regularly if only you have to first get used to the tolerance buildup. <laughs> With many people smoking poor imitations from knockoff seed companies and heaven forbid, Chemdog seeds sold with a D-A-W-G, a clear sign of imitation, the Chemdog has its imitators. However, in its true form, it's the most potent cannabis on earth as far as I'm concerned. She's given rise to countless crosses, countless experiences making grown men feel weak, countless green outs, and most importantly, she envelops so many people into the deep, twisting world of cannabis in a manner few other strains is able to do. She personally affected my pathway in the cannabis journey more than any other strain, and for that, I'm truly grateful. To be able to be friends with the people who were involved in the genesis and preservation of this strain is a true honor. Every time I smoke a stellar example of the chem, I'm instilled with a great sense of reverence for Mass G and Skunk VA specifically. For G, to be 17 years old at the time, popping the seed, flowering it out, getting cuts to his friends, 
It's simply remarkable. I don't know any 17-year-old who could have said they did something this historic. To see the plant preserved all the years by Skunk VA is again an astonishing feat. She's almost 30 years old and she still keeps giving. Don't get me wrong, I'll die on a hill defending cookies from all the ChemDog fans I just said I'm a part of. Cookies is a phenomenal cut and it's something stellar to say the least. I'll always have a spot in my garden for such a plant and I think others should also. She's a hype monster, she is that for a reason. It's no lightweight weed, it's not just a good marketing campaign. Cookies is the real deal, don't get me wrong, just in this case. Dog days all day! So there we have it, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us for the March Reefer Madness Playoff. How did you compare to me? Any major differences? Do you have cookies beaten, Cam? <laughs> Anything major different? Got knocked out in the first round that you think should have won it? Sour D, maybe? Cam D? They didn't quite make the cut for me. But if so, please leave a comment and tell me about your decisions. I've tried a lot of weed, but I haven't tried it all. I'm happy to hear the range of opinions and diversity of stories that this discussion stimulates. Stay tuned for the next episode of the podcast here. And thank you so much for joining us. As always, big shout out to our sponsors, Seeds Here Now, Copper Biological Systems, The Patreon Gang, Dragonfly Earth Medicine, Top Shelf Seed Bank, Organic Gardening Solutions. We love all you guys so, so very, very long. Please go check out our sponsors if you want to support the show, guys. And if you really want to get access to extra episodes, new content and exclusives, please go check out the Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the podcast. I'll see you for the next one, friends. I'll see you.